0: Welcome to the Let's Talk About Money podcast. I'm your host, Luke Grable. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a financial education coordinator at Directions Credit Union and have worked in the financial industry for eight years. In this episode, we'll be discussing holiday shopping, how to plan, budget, and prepare for the most wonderful time of the year. Joining me is a very special guest who has graciously offered to share her holiday shopping expertise. She is the director of training at Directions Credit Union and, coincidentally, my wife, Brittany Grable. Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk About Money podcast, where today I have a very special guest, my wife. Uh, do you want to say hello, Brittany? <laughs>
1: hi everyone
0: all right so today's discussion is about the holidays now our family is a little bit different than others do you want to elaborate on what i mean by that
1: sure um so our family my husband and i are adoptive parents and we have six children uh you'll probably want to say, wow, you have your hands full when we say that. (laughs) (laughs) We get that a lot. Uh, We have uh, one little girl and five little boys. So we have a lot of little ones to buy for for the holidays.
0: Indeed. And the first question I'm just going to throw out there into the universe is, do we have a set budget per child? Because I know that's a thing for some people. I know growing up myself, my parents were like, you can only have $100. (laughs) For Christmas, but that's a story for another episode. But is that something that we abide by in our household?
1: So not necessarily. I would say we try to make it fair where the kids are getting like similar amounts to each other, but we don't have like a set budget for each kid. Uh, So uh, like our daughter, she'll like little small accessory things well those things aren't very expensive and then our sons want a Mario Kart so <laughs> um, kind of making that balance where you know they're each getting things that are really important to them uh, one thing that we try to do too is balance the practical side of Christmas so we'll try and get them maybe like all a new pair of shoes for Christmas or get All of them say a few books for Christmas. So there's things that are the same where it's not like necessarily the exact budget amount that's the same. But there's things that are the same that we get each kid. And then there's those differences depending on their interests.
0: Since you are the queen of the budget um, in our household, what... Amount of money are we putting aside each paycheck and where are we putting it?
1: Yeah, so we start saving right after Christmas for the next Christmas. uh, I found that that is the easiest way for us to be able to save a good amount without it putting such a strain on our budget. So we'll start right after Christmas Um, and every year we put a set amount of our paycheck into what's called a Christmas club. Do you want to kind of explain more about the Christmas clubs at Directions?
0: Yeah, so a Christmas club um, or a holiday club depending on what your financial institution has um, is just a set savings savings account where you can't like, quote unquote, touch the money of it until October when it automatically deposits into your savings account. So it's a forced savings habit, and it earns a little bit more interest than a traditional savings account. So you get a little bit more money for your money staying in that account for that time period. So it's just an easy way to kind of like set it and forget it. Now, specifically for the audience, how much do we set aside for our kids each paycheck?
1: So we choose to set aside $100 per paycheck uh, and then let that build up throughout the year. Uh, I think that that is a comfortable amount for us. But what I think is really important for the audience is to find a comfortable amount for you. Uh, Obviously, we don't want to not save throughout the year. And then when Christmas comes around, we're either taking on a lot of debt to buy Christmas presents or feeling really stretched to be able to afford things. So I think a savings habit is certainly very important. But yours doesn't have to look exactly like ours. Uh, It's really all about what works for your family. You might be able to save more every paycheck than we do, or it might be a little bit less. Uh, I would also say it's really important to prioritize what you want your Christmas to look like for who you're buying gifts for. So for our kids, we really try to prioritize things like experiences over presents, um, because anyone with small children know presents get played with maybe for a few weeks uh and then they're bored of them or they break them uh, and that can be really frustrating uh, for both us as the parents and them as the child so we try to lean towards experiences for our children over uh Presents in that respect. So, I think having a good visualization of what you want your Christmas to look like and then kind of reverse engineering it. So, how much money is it going to take to make Christmas look the way that we want to for who we're buying presents for? And then figuring out from there what that dollar amount will be and how much you need to save per paycheck. And I think that also helps you see if your goals for Christmas are realistic because if you decide, oh, next Christmas, I want it to look like this. But then you see how much that's going to cost. And if you're going to be able to save for that amount, if that's totally unrealistic, you might have to adjust your expectations of Christmas as well, which we've had to do in the past. <laughs> uh, Luke Indeed. and I, yeah, we're, we were really bad at overspending on each other. Um, we would say like, we're just going to spend $100 on each other this Christmas. And then Lies. totally... Yeah. Lies. Lies, Like he said, we totally blow that budget. So also being realistic when you're setting your budgets for what you're going to spend for people, I think is key because uh, we learned from experience on that one. We were not very good at that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now to talk on the like, what if we can't save portion of it? Now, there are different alternatives. Um, As Brittany mentioned, you know, putting things on credit cards or something like that. Those are alternatives, um, especially if say your budget is tighter. Now, Obviously, there are different risks when it comes to using credit cards. There is that time to pay it off afterwards. But, you know, if your budget is already tight, that can lead to more complications when it comes to budgeting in the future. So that's just something to think about. They are super duper convenient. And especially during the holiday season, every retailer is trying to sell you theirs. So just something to watch out for. Something to also think about and is... More uncommon is a holiday loan that is typically on special at a financial institution. So specifically us at Directions, we have one that's released, I believe, like November timeline. And it's a smaller loan amount, probably like a thousand, maybe two thousand, so that you can, you know, get presents, uh, pay for those like holiday things, and then you have a year to pay that back. And typically the interest rate on that loan is lower than say a traditional credit card. So I believe ours is around like, I don't know, 10%. Whereas your traditional credit card can be well into the twenty percent range. So definitely saving you more money but you also have a shorter timeline than say necessarily a credit card where you could be paying that off for several years. So those are just like alternatives for people that may not have the ability to pre-plan or haven't pre-planned for the holiday season. So those are obviously like things that people can dip into, you know, because the holidays, there are always going to be things that you see. I know there was one year we were um, asking our daughter what she wanted and like two weeks before Christmas she wanted an Elsa guitar and we were done shopping by that point and I was like we are not gonna go out and get an Elsa guitar for her because that's what she wanted from us um if you guys are around children right now that means you know who um but (laughs) we ended up getting it So there's that, Uh, which kind of brings it to uh, the kids' side of things. How do we figure out how to shop for all these kids? How do grandparents even figure that out? So, um, Brittany, I'm going to toss that to you. How do we figure out what our kids want for the holiday season?
1: So um, I'm sure those of you who are parents to younger children experience this stress that Luke mentioned where you're asking them all season long and then like right before Christmas Day, they're like, from Santa, I want this. You're like, you couldn't have told me that two months ago. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, there are some tips that we've found that work really well when trying to determine what our children want for Christmas. Like I said, we tend to go for experiences over gifts. That's something personally that we just uh, have chosen to do in our family to create memories. But they still do wake up with presents on Christmas morning. We still have wrapped things under the tree. Uh, So one of the things that uh, actually Amazon helped us with, (laughs) seriously, (laughs) because it wasn't our idea, uh, was there is a catalog that Amazon sends. And we realized our kids are obsessed with it, looking at the toys there. So if you have any ads sitting around uh, from retailers that have toy sections, that's a really easy way to get your kids looking at it. And then they'll tell you certainly what things that they like out of that. Uh, I know we just got ours this week for this year and the kids have been pointing at things every single day. I love this. I love this. Um, So that is a really good one. Um, I would also say just straight up asking them. And one thing that I've learned with our children is you have to also set their expectations for Christmas so that they're not disappointed. So, for instance, uh, one year we asked our daughter what she wants for Christmas and she really, really wants a tablet. Uh We don't have screens for our children in our home. That's just a personal choice we've made. So we knew like a tablet was not showing up on Christmas morning. That just wasn't going to happen. But we didn't want her to be so disappointed. Like, Santa, why have you forsaken me on Christmas right. morning? <laughs> so we had a conversation with her and we just said, you know, our rule in our home is that kids are do not have screens Uh, so santa goes by our rules so santa it's not that he doesn't want to get you what you want but he is not going to show up on christmas morning with a tablet because he knows that's mommy and daddy's rules uh so that helped temper that expectation i think that can also help if like we talked about uh You know, your children want something that's way out of budget. I think that's another conversation to have with them. Because honestly, learning about those boundaries as you're a child, um, you know, that there is a budget, that money isn't unlimited is a really valuable lesson that they need to learn. And actually, I think studies have shown that between ages like five to seven, Mm -hmm. you are soaking up so many lessons and um, learning about savings and money and budgeting is one of those things that kids are really open to around that age range. So having those discussions with them if something is really not in the budget and just not possible for you could actually be a really beneficial opportunity for them to learn about that at a young age and hopefully have good savings habits and budgeting habits as they grow. So I think that that is also really important.
0: That's funny that you brought that up too because one of our sons this year had asked for one of the like sit on Mario Kart cars. They're like, 300 to 500 they
1: are so cool though guys they I are don't cool blame him for wanting one right
0: but <laughs> i like straight up said no we're not getting it and his automatic response was but can my other brother get it and it's like no that's not how life works um <laughs> it does not change based off of <laughs> who you are in this household so i thought that was funny to kind of switch up things a little bit, where do we hide the presents? Now, I'm just going to admit that I um, fumbled um, yesterday. Uh, I went to Costco and I <laughs> I went through the toy section, which is another great place to go. If you have a wholesale club membership, uh, check out their deals because typically they have Christmas stuff out early, which also is a reminder It's never too early to start Christmas shopping. But uh, they had squishmallows, which if you guys are not familiar, like all the trend with kids is these small stuffed animals that are extremely squishy. And I fumbled because I brought it home and I left it on the table. And so the kids came home from school and then they saw it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would have been the perfect stocking stuffer. So now... We're just going to have to reallocate that (laughs) to something else. Maybe Easter, the next holiday. (laughs) So, yes. Um, Where do we hide our presents, though?
1: So, I have realized this is going to get harder as our children get older. (laughs) Um, And there are more of them. Uh, So, we have a big closet in our den. And that's where we hide everything. But I don't think that's where we're going to be able to hide everything forever. Because i think they're gonna catch on um and i don't think all their presents are gonna fit necessarily
0: yeah i know last year we ended up having to use the garage for a good majority of them because we had gotten like a train table and first of all very very hard to assemble um <laughs> and it automatically got broken like two days later so like I had to have some like self-reflection on the hours spent trying to put that train table together. Uh, but we had to put that out in the garage. Uh, thankfully, neither of our cars live in the garage during the winter time, I guess, for that reason specifically, so we can store presents. Uh, but yeah, long term, we need a better solution for that. So,
1: yes, I did want to go back to you were talking about it's never too early to start Christmas shopping because I. I have a friend who is phenomenal at this, and I think it's a really good tip for the listeners. Uh, She'll buy all throughout the year. In fact, she probably already has most of her Christmas shopping done because then she can look at the deals for, you know, if she knows her son is really into something, she finds out that there's a deal on it in, say, April, Uh, she'll buy it and save it. Uh, So I think that that's a really good idea, especially if... You know it's going to be a bigger ticket item you want to get. It's not something your kid is going to change their mind on. Um, it's also really good for spouses or adult family members or friends that you're buying gifts for too because a lot of times... Um once you reach a certain age your interests don't change as much so it's really easy to be able to purchase something knowing they're going to like it and they'll still probably like it at Christmas. So I think taking advantage of shopping throughout the year is a really really good tip. It's something I myself am personally not very good at. I wish I was a lot better at it, but my friend is phenomenal at it and it's really really helped her so I think that's a really good tip too.
0: I like that. And also to just keep your eye out on those deals especially around like cyber monday black friday and also not just taking like the deals as like gospel because sometimes if you dig a little bit deeper you may be able to find like deeper cuts on like the same exact thing i know this year We're looking for a bigger TV for me solely because of Mario Kart. Um, That's what happens when we have Mario Kart parties with our kids. So (laughs) I'm just like looking at the deals and trying to compare across different places. So yes, Merry Christmas to me from Brittany. That's what I'm getting this year. Congrats. So thank you again, my wife of nine years for coming on the podcast. If you guys are interested in any more information, There are plenty of resources out on our Directions Credit Union website. Um, There's going to be blog posts, all sorts of other things, just to make sure that you are ready for the holiday season. Thank you for coming to the Let's Talk About Money podcast.